0: Lost track of all time. Liquid turpentine. You can't hear it on the radio.
1: This is the Prince of Podcasting. The Sultan of Silliness, if you will. Daddy. (laughs) It's your boy Dutch, along with old Chucky Tate Sex over there, the Duke of Discourse. (coughs) That's Wilco coming in with the late greats off of the 2001 or so, I don't remember, 2002 maybe, 3 They've been making music that long. God, they've been making music in 93. Damn. 23 years. I think their first album was 93 or 94.
2: Were they always like that, or did they start out as like a '90s?
1: Well, uh, your favorite song that you've heard from them so far, Caribbean yeah. Queen or <laughs> Casino Queen, Caribbean Queen. It's from their first album. It's more of a alt country rock thing back
2: it's then. Fucking awesome is what it is.
1: Well, they, there was in, there was a band before called Uncle Tupelo, where Jeff Tweedy and a guy who I like a lot, but I can't remember his fucking name right now were. The Alternating Lead Singers Yeah And um,
2: How do you feel about that, Alternating Lead Singers? I was
1: in many bands that had Alternating Lead Singers
2: <laughs> Okay, it can work out The for Beatles it. did
1: it so. Well, okay,
2: that's the Beatles You know another band that had Alternating Lead Singers? <laughs> Let me guess Well, the
1: Ava Brothers They're good, too I, You know, I used to really like them I went through a phase of really liking them And now I'm just like Either either I really like one of their songs Or I just want to punt them off of the face <laughs> of the earth it's just kind of how it works for me nowadays.
2: Yeah. Um, no, it was...
1: Uh, Turned he, your headphones up. Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, they had like four. Lead, like everybody saying yeah. well, The Beatles did that too. If all four members of the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, but the Beatles were good. <laughs> kiss had their more, moment.
2: Kiss more hatred.
1: Kiss had their moment. I think. Which, which one? I mean, if I hear Rock and Roll on Night and Party every day and I'm drinking, I'm like... Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm going to rock and roll all right And part of every day.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like Detroit Rock City, that's fine. That's a good song. Beth. Beth is a
2: great pretty song. Pretty good
1: song. I mean. Hard Luck
2: it, Woman's a good song.
1: Yeah. I, I liked the old Garth cover of that. They did like a, yeah. a country tribute kiss album. Kiss My Ass. <laughs> was that what it was called? <laughs> the country tribute? Oh, fucking sick. No, it's just, it was
2: not just country. It was like a bunch of people did.
1: Garth it. did a pretty good version of Hard Luck Woman.
2: See, he and he... Painted his face and everything for it. Very, <laughs> very jarring.
1: <laughs> See, they went from that. Wilco went from this. Okay, and then like weird. But it's awesome. Yeah, this is one of my favorite Wilco songs. It just takes forever to get there. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a slog. Yeah. It's like the Revenant. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that's a fucking slog. That. It's like walking through knee-high thick mud. Yeah, real thick mud. That's that is a good metaphor for watching The Remnant. It was a bitch, man. It was it was entertaining the whole way oh, through. Oh, hell yeah! It's a great movie, man. Deserves every accolade
2: that's come its way.
1: But the, all way. the uh, it it's you know based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Extremely only based on a true story because he never found the guy to kill him. Oh, really? Yeah, he never found the guy. But I mean, DiCaprio's character never found the guy. Not, not according to what I've heard. Okay. See, like this.
2: Cigarettes is so good. See, I like. Okay, this is the thing. I like music that's different and steps outside and tries to do something different. But if you're doing something just purposely to be weird, that gets my nerves. Well, I don't think they're doing that. No, they, I'm not saying. I'm saying. Well, I know. Not, I know. You're, but, 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 like, I think
1: Radiohead started doing that. Yeah, sacrilegious. I know people. They did. I'm gonna get no email nobody gives a fuck what i said so, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, nobody's good but yeah i think radio had kind of started doing that like well we made kid a that was sort of weird but like it was still melodic right. and sounded good and then um the one that came after that that i always forget the name of it was still good and melodic and everything and then they just went to single note i'm just going to say weird stuff about ripping open cats and eating their liver i don't know it's
2: See, and that's, and it was more in the genre of... It, the the genre that oddly got really dark was uh, like... What do you call it? Um, it? It's not really necessarily techno. It's house music and stuff like that. Yeah. You had like uh, Aphex Twin. Boy, that was weird. Uh, uh, fucking disturbing. You couldn't jerk off to any of their <laughs> videos. If you did, you'd have, you have a problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one for... Um, Come to Daddy. Come to Daddy. Where it was just like this weird dwarf thing screaming the entire time. Yeah, and it was like
2: it looked like it was yeah. in great pain. There was like a whole t-
1: bunch of dwarf children. Yeah, it was
2: fucking weird, dude. And they all had the same weird fucking face. And then,
1: but here is the thing: uh, they all sort of look like Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall. Yeah,
2: they really did. <laughs> Good call. Um, but the uh, the worst thing about it was. Um, if the, there was a movie came out. Did you ever see it with a Macaulay Culkin called Party Monster? Did you ever see it? I've seen
1: some of it. It had that redheaded guy in it too. Right? Yeah, it's not Scott. good.
2: Green? Seth, Seth Green. Green. Wasn't good because it tried to I don't know what it tried to do, but in the hands of a director that was really knew what he was doing with the subject material. You know, I've even watched a documentary and I in my head God, I hate saying this kind of shit cuz it makes me sound so fucking pretentious and you know well you are everybody knows you're pretentious i am not i'm most certainly you am spend
1: not. 45 minutes writing down precisely what you're going to say <laughs> about every subject yeah, do not <laughs> no um I gotta go let my doggy pee okay he's gonna go walk out in two foot of snow yeah.
2: good job Dribble some <laughs> And we're back. Um, now the thing I was saying was is that uh, the, with the club kids, with Michael A. League and all that stuff, it started out where it was like, and they kind of did this through the movie. It got steadily darker the worse they got on drugs, you know. Yeah. And by the end, I'm, I'm talking about just the themes of the parties. So by the end, when they were killing people and had killed the guy, it was called Blood Feast, and it was just a bunch of nasty, crazy, really... Like, you know how when people combine sex and violence and, you know, all that fucking... That, that whole thing that goes together, that really makes you, like, sick to your stomach. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh, when people completely... You know, because they are linked. It's been proven that sex and violence are are linked. That's the only way I have sex. If you're not bleeding by the end of it, then... well, no, I, and no. But I'm talking about things that are like where the other person is not into it, where the other person is a victim, as opposed to. Oh yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? It became that. I want you to enjoy me punching you in the eye and giving you the old the raccoon. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever you're into is cool. You know, I don't. Nobody. I don't care. Two consenting adults, great. But, you know, it's just that feeling, and they didn't, in my opinion, depict that enough. They didn't, there wasn't a moment where they should have flashed up to Macaulay Calkin's face as Michael and had it be just really disturbing. You yeah. know what I mean? That never happened, which I was waiting for. I was like, man, this is going to be awesome, you know, because I thought the director was heading that way for a bit, and he never really did. I mean, it got disturbing in other ways, like weird. And uh, I got to tell you, Seth Green, I, I I love the fact that you're a creative person. And I don't like Robot Chicken, but I, you know I like him on Family Guy and everything. Horrible actor, fucking horrible. I mean, you take that back right now. He was
1: great and can't hardly wait. This is the little wigger dude. Yeah, fucking <laughs> off. Ends up hooking up with the other redhead person, like Perfect World. Oh,
2: she was hot as hell too. I love her.
1: She was in uh, Six Feet Under. She's been in lots of other things, but Six Feet Under is one of my favorite shows of all time. I think it had the best finale yeah, of any
2: show ever. I don't – I just – the the whole thing with uh, being weird and, you know, that, that whole music kind of took that tack where it was like, you know, we're going to have fun and dance and stuff. And all of a sudden it just became something like really aggressive and shitty and, you know, I just – I don't like it. I think it was, you know – <coughs> Very no, like it Sodom and Gomorrah-ish, you know what I mean, where and I'm not talking about something from the Bible that's complete horseshit. I'm talking about something that
1: Hey, every word of the Bible's true.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, sure. I couldn't um, hold it in. I just couldn't hold it in. <laughs> but no, that that whole deal with the you know, the music got it getting so violent and just uh it just gives you a, a greasy feeling on your fucking skin man it's awful <laughs> it does i don't know what it is it just
1: so this is the only the uh the second day since uh the big blizzard of 2016 hit that i've been able to leave the house and see the world it's a lot different out there now yeah it's pretty it's a lot wider <laughs> fuck on the ground, at least. <laughs> not at the Oscars too. Oh, <laughs> gosh! what's the like? I saw, I watched "Beasts of No Nation" over the weekend, mm. and if that movie would have been put into theaters as opposed to just being put on Netflix, I can see how it would have been nominated for an Academy Award because it is the perfect Oscar movie. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like not subject-wise like "The Revenant," but it's, it's just like a slog. It's like Walking through two feet of mud. It's tough to watch. In bare feet. Yeah. And everything about it sucks. Yeah. And uh, people are saying Idris Elba should be the uh, nominated for the uh, best actor. Mm-hmm. I can see that, but only if you also nominate the little kid who played Agu. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it mm-hmm. yet, but uh, he's, the, he's the main. I think he's the, what the whole story revolves around. I think he should be nominated for best actor. All right. And Idris Elba should be supporting.
2: Idris Elba is just. He was. He's fucking incredible. That little kid was incredible. Yeah. But Idris Elba's good in everything he fucking does.
1: Yeah. I want to see him do like a, a slapstick buddy comedy with who's like another really good actor that you could stick him with. Like a cop, a cop buddy.
2: I Charles Dance. Fucking <laughs> Courtney B. Vance. <laughs> <laughs> Blair Underwood. Let's bring yeah. him back. <laughs> yeah. My cousin, Blair Underwood. Yeah. You know that? Did you know that? The other, the other. It's gotta be true. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> no, he's, uh, there's been some controversy surrounding him. Um, he has been picked to play Roland Deschain, Jane, the gunslinger, in the Dark Tower movies.
1: Well, that's just, uh, stereotypical. Casting a black guy as some sort of a
2: gun carrying thug. I've never read The Dark Tower. Series. Is that <laughs> it's actually it? a complete one eighty from the character. The character's <laughs> a cowboy who is always depicted as looking like, in turn, uh, Clint Eastwood or Hugh Jackman, who they really fucking look like if you ever looked.
1: At oh, like the draw, like artist depictions of. Yes,
2: Michael Whelan always paints him as, and I'll and I'll post one later before I go into work. Of he's painted him. To look like both, like, and actually a combination, because a young Clint Eastwood really looks like, uh, Hugh Jackman. They look a lot alike. Yeah, they're they they're even are. built the same. And, um, Idris Elba is not what was depicted in the book at all. Like, he's not, he's not black. <laughs> he is definitely not black. Idris <laughs> Elba is a pretty, pretty built guy, though. He is. And, and don't get me wrong, when I first heard about it, I, part of me was pissed, not because of racial thing at all, but the fact that I was like, Wait a second. That's a perfect Hugh Jackman vehicle. Uh, well, actually, kind of, yes. And actually, Russell Crowe was up for it, too. And Russell Crowe, Russell, would-
1: Russell Crowe should play Eddie Vedder in his biopic. He most certainly <laughs> fucking should. Whenever I saw uh, Man of Steel, I was like, Eddie Vedder's doing a really good job.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's Russell Crowe. No, but um, fighting all over the world. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um uh, the uh the uh oscar the academy just last week announced that they were going to take steps to like further diversity but like is this diversity for mexicans and yeah, asian? The i've never the, seen an it, asian, it, when an asian ever shit?
2: been nominated for a fucking award ever you know, i, I th- that's why it's kind of chapping my ass, because I'm just like, you know. Um, it's going to taint it, though, now, yeah, that he, but, now that
1: we're doing all this, like, whenever Idris Elba does get it, because eventually he's going to get an Oscar, because he's an amazing actor. Oh,
2: fuck yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like, And hey, don't tell me Will Smith should get an Oscar fuck for concussion. Him. He does not fucking deserve an Oscar. I'm sorry, Will Smith. I mean, there, there are some times where he could possibly deserve it. The I don't Pursuit know. of Happiness is one of the movies where he... And you know who he lost to? Who?
1: I think he lost to Denzel. See, <laughs>
2: um, Morgan Freeman has been nominated. Hadn't he won? I'm sure.
1: Uh, over In the last 20 years, the percentage, the percentage of black people in America <clears throat> is somewhere around 13%. In the last 20 years, the major acting awards at the Oscars has been around 12.5% going to black people. Yeah. That's pretty close. Yeah. And there are, there's only 6% of actors in Hollywood that are black, so they're actually doubly represented.
2: Yeah. According to stats, I don't really care who fucking wins. I hope I mean, everybody, wins. I want, give one to I, everybody. I want the person who's best to win. And I want, you know, um, I don't want a bunch of pandering bullshit like they're going to nominate fucking, uh. Is, is, are we going to give one to,
1: uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart? That's, and then we're going <laughs> to. He's not have, good. Well, here's, no, he's not. And here's the thing too. Is, uh, Fifty Shades of Black going to get it with the, the new, uh, Wayne's comedy that's coming out is that gonna get are it Are you fucking kidding me no um one way to get more black people is, uh, oscars is to nominate comedies have a comedy yeah fucking award absolutely
2: and there are times like um you know I, I, there have been some some notable snubs um in oscar history when it came to black actors you yeah know? i mean notable but um what, one of the Wayne's, Wayne's brothers should have been nominated for, uh, from what I understand, uh, Requiem for a Dream. He was actually really
1: fucking good Yeah,
2: that. see, that's what I'm saying, and that's bullshit. He should have been nominated for that. I'm,
1: I i do not know, I don't know if Jared Leto was nominated, but he could have been. Yeah. Everybody, Ellen Burst, everybody in that fucking movie, you ever seen it? And <laughs> that's also very hard to watch. Yeah. I've, I've I think heard. the guy that directed that is, uh, is doing, um, has done, I guess, Suicide Squad, which have you seen the new Suicide Squad twa- tw- trailer? Twaywah? Tway-wa.
2: No. <laughs> have you <laughs>
1: seen the new Suicide Squad <laughs> It's fucking good.
2: I need to check that out before I leave. Well, we'll just do
1: that right now. <laughs> we can. We'll, it's our show. We can do whatever the
2: fuck we want.
1: <laughs> you, we can keep talking about diversity sh- diver- and all this shit. D- 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 you know <laughs> know everything? What it said like
2: what you were going to say?
1: Diversity shit. Diversity. Sh- diversity. <laughs> I actually was, but I lost it. Um, Jada Pinkett. Once, ever, once all black actors to uh, what boycott the Oscars? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! What's what's uh, the the black host supposed to do? Chris Rock <laughs> not take that couple million dollars? No, fucking, Chris Rock's gonna it's take fucking the money.
2: stupid. I'm sorry, it's fucking stupid. I'll look that up first. Stop, stop making movies like Ride Along and make a good fucking movie. <laughs> sorry, get people uh, Morgan Freeman. I, I, but pretty sure he's won. And if he hasn't, that's a crime. Um, Denzel Washington is one. Um, you know, remember
1: the original Aunt Viv on, uh, yes. Fresh Prince? Yes. She, uh, she got fired because she wanted a new contract and wanted more money. So they brought in an almost white Aunt Viv. Yeah. And I remember that episode very well because her, her, her first scene, as soon as she walks in on in the new season, Will Will Smith looks at her. You know, remember the yeah. fresh prince? He looks at her and goes, who the hell are you? <laughs> Cause it's a di- completely different person. Yeah. Here's, uh, the original Chris
0: Janet Hubert coming to you responding
1: to Not Jada in a
0: post, but sort of in a post. And, um, i got to say, um, I, I've been trying to figure out, do, do I really want to do this? And yeah, I do. I do. Today being... Um, She's held up real well. Black don't King crack. Oh, that's King true. King's ...birthday yes, and hitting 60 years old. I just... 60. I'm at that point where I'm like, uh-uh. I don't give a kitty. I want to say something about um, Jada Pinkett Smith asking other actors, black black actors and actresses to boycott the Oscars. Uh, first of all, Miss Thing, um, oh, does your man, man. She went there, not dog. have a mouth of his own with which to speak? And the second thing is, girlfriend, there's a lot of shit going on in the world that you all don't seem to recognize people are dying our boys are being shot left and right uh, people are hungry people are starving people are trying to pay bills and you talk about some motherfucking actors uh in Oscars. <laughs> <Dang it>. and and <laughs> viv is we, going talk hard. we talk but here's about the we talk about the thing for you to ask other actors and other black dresses and black uh, actors to jeopardize their career and they are standing in a town that you know damn well. You don't do that. And here's the other thing, they don't care. They don't care. And I find it ironic that somebody who has made their living, made their living and made millions and millions of dollars um, from the very people that you're talking about boycotting just because you didn't get a nomination, just because you didn't win, that is not the way life works, baby. Okay. True. And it it's very suspect to me. I've
1: never been nominated. And
0: I seem to me either. recall.
1: I never get drafted in the NBA 20, or the NFL six,
0: 7 years ago. NHL 25, whatever 25, Whatever it was.
2: No. no.
1: What <laughs>
0: what though, I don't even remember but I seem to remember at option time coming to you and saying, "You know what, Will? You're the star of the show. Why don't we all get together? And with you, maybe we could get a little raise. Maybe the network, since you know the show is such a hit, so this is and personal. you being the star of the yes. show, your influence will help us greatly, like they did on Friends, like white shows do. Remember <laughs> that? Do you remember that? Because I do. Hmm. And I your response Will's to me response was, to this. Will's not <laughs> "I respond. To, <laughs> to, to, to deal. Y'all deal. Y'all deal." Well, karma must be a bitch because now here you are. Here you are. You've had a few flops, And you know. From what
1: I hear, concussion was terrible.
0: There are those out yeah. there who really deserved a nod. You wish you and had one just felt it was one of hey, them. Yo. Lord have mercy. Beast of no nation was incredible. That man is an incredible actor. You are not. <laughs> you didn't deserve it. A- oh, shit. I-, I didn't think, frankly, you deserved a Golden Globe nomination with that accent. But Ooh. you got one. And just because the world don't go the way you want it to go, doesn't mean that you can go out and then you start asking people to stand up and sing. We shall overcome for you. <laughs> God damn. It's hitting hard, man. Mama. And y'all need to get over yourselves. You have a huge production company that you only produce your friends, your family, and yourself. So you are a part of Hollywood. You are a part of the system that is unfair to other actors. So Get real. Now, for those of you who say, Miss Huber, here she go. Here she go. Here she go being bitter. Bitches, please. <laughs> it's not about being bitter. It's about being right. You know, some of us got mortgages to pay. We got bills to pay. We got bigger shit to worry about than the Oscars. <laughs> the only Oscar I care about right now is Oscar Mayawena with mustard and relish. <laughs> and on that note, you Janet Christiana <laughs> signing off peace baby
2: she just went after it I she really it. fucking did she's right though because i heard like his accent was terrible in that movie i haven't watched it i'll watch it when it's
1: free Well,
3: that's the
2: thing too man you can only it's like everybody worships independence day that movie is a piece of shit and one of the reasons it's a piece of shit is because it keeps on trying to pull the urban tough guy black youth character Shut the fuck up! Nobody cares. I mean, it's just what, what was the line? And, uh, oh God, there were so many of the um, where he was. Just wait till they get a load of me, Chuck no, Nicholson.
1: <laughs> Why so serious? Welcome to Earth,
2: <laughs> third rock from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was you know, and that's a lot that's of a lo- that's a lot of his roles is rolling that bullshit out. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. And I and it gets fucking old. It's corny and it's should he been nominated for Hitch? I enjoyed Hitch. It was a fun movie. Actually, I think that in Hitch he did a great job. Uh,
1: See, I'm willing to call it down the middle.
2: Yeah, I do. You seen
1: Focus? I have not. It's him and Margot Robbie. No, who? Margot Robbie is probably the hottest woman to ever walk the face of the earth. She's the new Harley Quinn. Well, she is Harley Quinn. Okay, she's the first person to play live action Harley Quinn. Nice, so hot, but um. That movie is, it's a fun fucking movie that's about grifters and shit. Yeah. He's fucking really good in it.
2: See, he can be good, but he's, his comfort zone is, again, that, that fucking street talk uh, or black urban youth. I don't give a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. It, it doesn't play anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not, Idris Elba comes out. When's the last time he did that shit? Never! Never. He didn't even do it in the wire. Exactly, and the, he
1: could have done it in the wire. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody else did it in the wire, but no, he just. And
2: I'm, not, and I'm not attacking black actors or anything with this. I'm attacking the fact that step outside your comfort zone and do something different, and maybe you'll get a nomination. He, he did with Ali. Well, Ali, see, I didn't get to see that yet. You still haven't seen Ali? No. Fifteen years later. No.
1: It's a great movie. I like Michael he Mann got, too. He got nominated. Jamie Foxx won. Uh, for the, uh, supporting. Who did he play? Uh, the manager, of uh, Rumble, Young Man Rumble. Uh, what's his, his fucking trainer's name? Uh, uh Dundee. Angelo Dundee, is it? Yeah. Was that his name? Black dude? Fuck, I don't
2: know. Angelo Dundee's a white guy. I'm
1: gonna have to find it. Fuck. IMDb. Forget who he played. But Ali's a really good movie. And what's his name? Will Smith got nominated for Best Actor because he did a really good job as um, Muhammad Ali, but he got beat. It's uh, Oh, it's Drew Bundini Brown. That's who Jamie Foxx played. Yeah. And he won
2: Best Supporting. Well, again, Jamie Foxx uh, got the Oscar as he should have. Jamie Foxx is great in everything he does. You know,
1: to just... He's even great in Horrible Bosses as motherfuckers. Yes, he Jones. is. He's
2: good in everything he does. <laughs> Literally everything Jamie Foxx does, he's great in. And and I think that cheapens it when you have somebody... If you want the Oscar, step up to the plate like Idris Elba and Jamie Foxx and those guys have done. Do that. If not, shut the fuck up. Idris Elba,
1: like, doing um, uh, Beast of No Nation, that's a fucking big chance to take. You know? To do a fucking... Where you're a fucking child molester and a fucking... Warlord who trains child soldiers. Yes. It's a fucking huge chance to take. And he, you hated him. He was a terrible human being.
2: Well, but see, that's, Oscars are. (laughs) Wow, wow. I know actors are afraid because that is the dumbest thing ever, though, when you really consider it. I don't want to play that role because it's going to hurt my career because I'm playing (laughs) a villain. Um, You're an actor. This is not wrestling. You're not heel or fucking <laughs> or face. You know what I mean? You're, this is a role.
1: Wouldn't it be great though? If, like you took on the role and that was you for a year. You yeah. had to be. In, <laughs> you, you had
2: to really go method and be be that guy for a year. Well, him Carrey did that and it fucked him up real bad. It did. Yeah. He he. Was it the number twenty three that did it? No, it was Man in the Moon that did that. Well, him. he started
1: doing Andy Kaufman like antics. Like remember he showed up at the MTV Movie Awards as some old hippie. And <laughs> he goes up to accept an order. Would he kill you to play some goddamn fog hat every now and, <laughs> and then? <laughs> but Jim Carrey's also a crazy person. But he, he can be really, Jim Carrey can be really fucking amazing from being the guy with the fucking rubber face on, uh, in living color. Yeah.
2: Doing all this weird See, shit. See, <laughs> Jim Carrey didn't start out as that guy. Jim Carrey actually started out, one of his first movies was, uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Amazon's... Well, he started as a stand-up. Yeah, but he was in a movie called uh, Once Bitten. Yeah. With Lauren Hutton. Yeah. And it's an 80s movie, you know, and all that shit. But it was fucking good, you know? He did a good job. It was, an, it was a nice 80s movie, and he did a real good job. And it had none of that goof, goofy, rubber face shit in it, you know? Then he did... One of his best roles, he did none of that. And that's um Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Eternal Sunshine's great. I mean, it's... That movie's fucking The Truman amazing. Show's a rough one. Truman Show I, I I like it but I've seen bits and pieces. I've never sad. said it watched
1: it. It's just really sad. Like it's a nonstop reality show of this guy and like they'll just throw in commercials every now and that was a weird fucking movie. Really sad. I liked it. I liked Ed T V better with McConaughey. <laughs> See, that's really. what everybody said. No, Ed T not anywhere near as good. Mm. Not not according to this
2: cowboy. Didn't Ron Howard directed Ed TV, I think. Or or the other way around. Ed TV directed Ron <laughs> Howard? Perhaps. <laughs>
1: Ed TV. I'm looking it up right now. Matthew McConaughey, Jenna Elfman. What happened to her? Ron Howard, yeah. I thought so. What are you doing, Ron Howard? That movie was sort of a piece of shit. I don't know. I say, as far as diversity, like probably two years in a row we're going to have a Mexican guy winning the uh, best
2: director. Yeah. And best best film, whatever they call it. And that's the thing, too. To argue that the Hollywood system is not stacked in the favor of white people is foolish. Oh, yeah. That is foolish. It 100% is. But to suggest that just start awarding people awards because of, you know. It's just like voting for Hillary Clinton because she's a woman. Like, she's suggesting that
1: you do. She always, well, I'm a woman. So that makes me different from
2: the other candidates. Yeah, that's... Mm. But are you really? <laughs> You're still evil. Evil knows and no a sex. And corporate shill. I mean, that's one of the reasons... And Bernie's going to win. He fucking... He did well in that thing last night. Bernie does every... You know... Well, you know He what stays I'm, on point. You know what I'm really anxious to see? Bernie and Trump. That'll be fucking brutal. Because Trump can't say anything. Like, Trump has nothing for Bernie. Like, it'll be... Let's talk... Trump keeps <coughs>
1: re, like he keeps fucking up he like he retweeted a uh, a picture from a twitter account called uh, white genocide who is affiliated with a white supremacist group yeah and he didn't retweet the one of uh, himself out like outside wearing a nazi uniform uh hold, holding the switch with bernie in the gas chamber he didn't retweet that one but that same account did tweet that one yeah. he retweeted another one by that same account Right And he retweets Alex Jones Come on Alex Jones is crazy See that's the thing man
2: That His his followers don't fucking care
1: No They're fucking well, he dumb said, He said just A few days ago I could stand in the middle of the street 5th Avenue New York City The most crowded street in the world And shoot somebody And my numbers would go up What, Dude, he's, t- what he's telling his followers
2: Is you're fucking idiots Yeah he is And as a matter of fact If you go back And, and look what he said On the Oprah show What was it? Thirty years ago, twenty or thirty years ago, about how he'd run as a Republican candidate because they're they're more easily led. He never said that, but that's just the
1: meme that's been going around. He never said that. I wouldn't doubt if he said it, but it was it's never been said in any official capacity. That I've seen that meme go around. It says it's from like a People Magazine interview, but I don't know how Republicans are jumping all over his shit because just a few years ago he was a Democrat. He donated to um, Hillary.
2: Just a few years ago. I don't yeah. understand. I don't know. I don't see this again. We were talking about this and the fact that, um, I have pretty much washed my hands of the whole political thing because I, you know, me and you had a talk up here not long ago. I don't have the anger. I don't have, I, it's, there's, it's too involved. I can't do it anymore. Like, I can't, I can't commit that much of my life to the fact that I know where things are going. Like, having, you know, read some things I've read and seen that society just repeats itself. You know what I mean? And the, I can't get that to put in fucking, um, <laughs> okay. On the eve of the French revolution with, uh, after Napoleon had, uh, had cast the monarchs down and all that stuff, which monarchies have both good and bad things about them. The fact that if you have a responsible monarch, A monarch who cares about the people, a monarch who sees, uh, kingship as a, as a responsibility and not as a privilege, then you've got something special, especially if they're a good person. You know, there have been lots of great kings and emperors, you know. It just so happens that the roll of the dice is not good because that roll of the dice includes people. And nine times out of ten, yeah, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a shitty fucking person. Like for every, let's say for every, Uh, Augustus and, you know, Marcus Aurelius and guys like that. We're just discussing Roman emperors. For every one of those or two of those guys you get, you get a Caligula, you get a Tiberius, you get a Nero, you get people like that. You know what I mean? Because they're given absolute power. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Because the people have given over their will because they don't want to govern themselves. And that's what people still want. They don't want to govern themselves. They don't want responsibility for their actions. They don't want... To help their fellow man and to shoulder the load along with everybody else, they want to go about their lives and let someone someone tell them what to do because that's easier, and that's across the board. Yeah. So, um, it's happening again, like with the Trumps and people like that. The, Bernie is winning because there is a group of people who have come of age in in this country, and what's weird is
1: he's leading the polls and. I don't know who's answering these polls. Mm-hmm. It's just like how Trump's leading the polls. Who's answering these fucking polls? Yeah. We've talked about this before. People who who have landlines and answer phones yeah. and are willing to entertain somebody asking them stupid questions are the people who answer polls. And Bernie's winning in Iowa and in New Hampshire right now Yeah, amongst
2: those people. What about the people that don't do that, who won't entertain well, the audience? if Bernie's winning in Iowa and New Hampshire, two states which are obviously right-wing. Well, New Hampshire, he's the senator from New Hampshire. So. Well, okay. But, you know, in Iowa, as they say, yeah. if he's winning in Iowa, what does that say for the rest of the country? Other than the fact that he's winning amongst other than the fact that our home state, God love him, loved Donald Trump. He's winning amongst Democrats. It's not overall, I don't think. Yeah.
1: But overall of the people polled, he beats whenever they do a apples to apples comparison, he beats, um, Trump by 10 percentage points more than shillery does get it shillery <laughs> <laughs> i made a joke i'm a funny guy yeah <laughs> any hoozles suicide squad trailer yes this is yeah this is the newest one check check is check this it out
4: is this just fantasy get on
1: Will Smith in this I think he might do really good in this yeah reality. what's he
2: deadshot yeah. yes
3: I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet
2: they're bad guys
3: worst of the worst oh,
4: like it already
2: and I think they're doing Once this is done discuss. Oh, was this out? cheerleading trials
3: you know, Boys,
1: so hot, dead shot. Guy shoots people, he's a crocodile, and he eats people,
0: burns people. You're possessed by a witch, and she's just crazy.
4: What was that? I should kill everyone and escape. Sorry,
1: the voices.
4: (laughs) I'm kidding, that's not what they really said.
0: (laughs) You're going somewhere very bad. Do something that'll get you killed.
5: So
2: save the world.
1: I can't wait to show you my toys.
5: Let's do something fun.
2: I love it! <laughs> Take my fucking money. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. This is gonna be awesome. DC, Mike.
3: Seriously. The hell's wrong with you people?
1: For bad guys. It's what we
2: do. really <laughs> bad. Dude, I'm gonna see this movie twenty times. It looks fucking good, dude. No, here what is it rated? Uh it's not rated yet. I hope it's rated I'm hoping far. it's an R. See, here's what I'm hoping. Okay. Make me happy. Make it an R. And, fuck And on. Marvel is also has already started to go this way. R-rated comic book movies, yeah, for us, you know what I mean. It's, Deadpool, Deadpool started. They're not Marvel, but still, Deadpool's Marvel. I mean, DC. I mean, but I'm saying that yeah, D- you were saying DC, Marvel DC was st- starting to lean, like, and they have been leaning into darker, more adult fare. You know, because man, Marvel's got the the popcorn movie wrapped up. You're not going to take that from them, not as long as Josh Whedon is at the helm. You know, so. DC, I think, sat back and said, "Listen, we just have to accept the fact that that's not going to happen. We're going to have to go for movies that are more violent, more adult, and just you know more serious. So, and even if they're not more serious, just way more adult. So, I hope they're going to continue with that because the new Batman Superman movie is an adult movie. Like, you know, it's it's rated PG thirteen if I'm not you know if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So, you know, I hope they just." For next Batman movie, I hope they just lean totally into an R-rated, R-rated movie. All right. Yeah. The, the director, he <clears throat> he wrote <clears throat> Training Day. Yeah.
1: Oscar winner. Um, Harsh Times, which has, uh, what's his name in it? Christian Bale. Yeah. End of Watch, which was a fucking great movie. Yeah. Sabotage, which is an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It was okay. And Fury, which was the tank movie with, mm-hmm. that movie was fucking good. Shia LaBeouf and Brad Pitt. Yeah. And he's directed Fury, Sabotage, End of Watch, Street Kings, Harsh Times. He's directed some good fucking flicks. And he's fucking going full bore It looks great. It, looks it really does. looks fun as fuck.
2: I can't wait. I, 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 again, Will Smith, I don't, I don't dislike you. I think you're great. Do you,
1: you think he listens?
2: Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's too busy doing whatever Scientologists You know what would you know be really surprised? Is he a Scientologist?
1: I don't know. But that one movie he made with his son... Uh, After Earth Yeah It seemed pretty scientologist And it was a Bonafide piece of shit Oh yeah And it was an M. Night Shyamalala Lula movie On low-key M. Night Shyamalan like, oh movie
2: is a piece of shit I'm just doing it because Will Smith paid me a lot of money Well see that's the thing though Is that How many pieces of shit is M. Night Shyamalan released? Lately? Most Yeah
1: Most everything he's ever done is a piece of shit Yeah <laughs> I liked I didn't I don't even remember anything about the first The big one I see dead people Six cents. I don't remember it fucking was great. great. I um, I heard it was good. I liked the uh
2: the uh, the village. I
1: liked, actually like
2: that one a lot. I loved uh Signs. I thought Signs was That's fucking it. amazing. It was It was how an alien It's just cuz you're in,
1: in it, an anti-semite and you really like Mel Gibson. Yeah,
2: got me. <laughs> yeah,
1: Mel Gibson's dad lived in Somersville cuz there's no Jews or blacks there. Yeah. <laughs> he lived right beside the Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, uh, no Jews or blacks here. I'm going to stay, put my home right here. There's a Bugger King right there. Play my didgeridoo. Australia. <laughs> His dad's American. I don't know. Fuck him. But he's right. Not one Jew. Scattered black people. There's like three. I remember. Well the a stronghold for the KKK, isn't it? <laughs> First I've heard of it, but sure. I heard it was. I really heard it was. I'm sure there's some in that surrounding area. <laughs> what else you wanna you wanna go into? You wanna go into Amy Schumer being a joke thief? Yes. Okay. You mean to pull up evidence that she's a joke thief? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I don't I don't know that she actually stole them or if it's parallel thinking. I don't know, man, it's, 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 you don't want to think that,
2: but she come out. Well, I
1: mean, I love to,
2: uh, I love Amy Schumer and yeah, I mean, I, I officially want to disbelieve, you know, that, well, I can, I've seen almost every
1: comedy special ever now. Um, it's, it's hard for me to believe that, you know, or not actually not believe it, but, uh. It's Hard for me to believe that she hasn't seen them, but I don't know. Sterilized sites. Oh, we well, got an advertisement before. It's great. This first one, is, I think, it's just about Patrice O'Neill. Now, this one, this is a, almost a stock joke that everybody would tell.
2: See, and that's the thing. Is this before? Before we, you know, go down that. You have a gorilla man. That path, um, Patton Oswalt and Bill Burr have told jokes that are very similar. You see what I'm saying? It's Is it one of those jokes where they just built a joke that was just, in, in nature, they'd call it predatory evolution or just convergent evolution, where uh, guys who think similar thoughts yeah. are going to make similar jokes, and their jokes are different. Yeah, this one is... Is a rip-off. She was very good friends with Patrice O'Neill. Okay.
1: Very good friends with Patrice O'Neill. I would think he would be the last person that she would rip off, but she, This is from a set at, in Montreal in 2008. She probably wasn't there. Okay. And it's a joke about, uh, sex positions. It was on her latest HBO special. I didn't think it was a particularly strong joke to be the closer. Even she said it was hack. But, uh, here's Patrice.
4: You have a gorilla mask? Gorilla mask? That's, you, you come in a face, right? And then take some pubic hair and throw it at her. You have a Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader, you come in both her nostrils and she has to breathe like this.
1: These, these are just read off of uh, Urban Dictionary. Oh, really? The act outs aren't, but.
4: You have a Poltergeister? Poltergeist is good. It, well, you need your friend, though, right? Like you, you're fucking him from behind and then you sneak out and he takes your place and then you walk outside and wave at her through the window And then you go I'm here Stunk Jay.
5: There's the Abraham Lincoln. That's where he, the guy trims his pubes comes on the girl's face and then throws the pubes So she has that facial
2: hair. It's the new special.
5: You guys don't like U.S. history? I can't gauge the crowd. She's way funnier. uh, Sorry. The worst one I've ever heard is the Houdini, which is where the guy's having sex with the girl from behind. Then unbeknownst to her, his friend subs in for him Guy number one runs outside, knocks on the window, waves to the girl. Which is just rape like that's just rape. It's not fair to Houdini. like no girl is gonna think that's hilarious. no girl See, is I don't think like, this Whoo!
1: is stolen. I just think it's lazy. yeah <laughs> I think it's lazy. But she said she she did it as a closer because it works.
5: Wait, I thought you were fucking me, but it's Phil. I love you.
1: That's Thank funny you though.
5: So much, yeah,
1: it's funny, but like closer. I get it. She said she did it because she likes it. Um. There's. I want to find like the original one. It's been take it off. Trying to find it, trying to find it, trying to find it.
3: Maybe this one is it. Money absolutely makes the world go round. If you don't think that, you're hella wrong. Money is the reason you have the device. You're watching this video. This is for SNL Financial stated, consumer broke if you're already broke. We and Wendy Liebman all claim that Schumer has taken... Helpful and reading my notes. He doesn't care about helping people live more than me. That's not a good analogy, idiot. By now, you've probably heard of comedian Amy Schumer. Well, three comedians have accused her of stealing their jokes. Comedians Kathleen Madigan, Tammy Pescatelli, and Wendy Liebman all claim that Schumer has taken material from them. The original tweet from Liebman that started the allegation stated, between Amy Schumer doing one of my best jokes on her HBO special and this meme of my joke, I'm done with social media. The meme was apparently unrelated to Schumer but included an image of a pinup woman quoting one of Liebman's jokes. After a while, the two other comedians joined. The conversation via Twitter with Pescatelli posting links to the allegedly stolen jokes. Pescatelli stated, What has always been amazing to me is that she purports to be a feminist and yet only steals from other female comedians. If we call her on it, we are jealous or career shamed. Be successful. We want you to do well. Just do it with your own material. By the way, she blocked me. Schumer has also been accused of stealing jokes from Patrice O'Neill about, you know, throwing pubic hair in a woman's face and giving her facial hair, as well as another joke about a poltergeist where it's totally the same punchline and everything. This one is a little more right on the nose and harder to dispute. Whoa! This is crazy news amy schumer has been living a pretty successful comedic career especially over the past two years on one hand one could say that this much success could definitely be a case of copy and paste plenty of successful people have done it but on the other hand comedic material is often very similar to each other it's not hard to believe that
1: maybe this one's better okay yeah this is the original one it starts
5: off with the- maybe i'm old fashioned but i like it when the guy pays for sex i i mean that <laughs> I am a good person, I swear to you. Like, I'm very old school. I think the guy should always pay on the first date for sex. And.
1: But I can see how they would both. Yeah.
4: You have a gorilla mask? Yeah, they're
1: a Patrice masker? one again.
4: That's, you, you come in a face, right? And then take a poltergeist. Is the Houdini. I'm skipping.
5: Just right. Skipping
1: ahead so we don't cover that not again
5: fair to houdini like no girl is going to think that's hilarious no girl going to be like whoa, whoa.
1: hers was funnier i don't think i really don't think she stole that i just think that's like we both read
5: baby i thought you were <laughs> yeah. fucking me see that's what i'm saying no, the whole I thing love about you. What? Okay, so I get why poor people are fat. But Oprah, you're a billionaire. You have enough money to pay a man to stand there and literally slap shit out of your hand before you put it in your mouth.
1: You. Amy's actually opened for her many times. Yeah. And P- Pescatelli
2: back in the day. And Wendy.
1: You could
5: hire a full time. So you're saying we might have slapper. a full fledged.
2: Uh... Carlos Mencia on our hands. I don't know
1: because usually they don't listen. You're to...
5: so rich, you could pay someone to exercise you. You could just lay there like a baby with cerebral palsy and have people move your legs. Oh hey, oh hey.
2: Jesus, I know that There's one so part much every going time. on
5: Right now, like women, right now, it you know, and I'll tell you the truth. This as a woman, terrible. I will admit that women dress for other women. Right? That's why men, if we love you, we dress you for other women, too. That's why we dress you stupid. Because <laughs> we want another woman to look at you and go, he's cute, but I can't fix all of this. <laughs> what do you think invented the Hawaiian shirt, okay? You dress him like that so nobody else wants to have sex with him? That's cool. Hey! Oh, it's just like an no! Off- no. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, that's... no. No. I don't think so with that
1: one. Oh, they, they said she stole the Always Sunny in Philadelphia poster
5: the days
2: I you i was told what it means to be a man she was told to pose like that i don't
5: she's friends with i think adults. this is
2: a bit of a, a bit of a witch hunt I is what it I could think. be but there was uh, for every see here's the thing the uh, the
1: the uh, one about slapping the food out of the mouth that Kathleen Madigan did and then the exercise you put you in a comatose state that exercise you she did a sketch about that on her show Mm-hmm. Which is written by a team of people. So yeah, and it's also kind of obvious. A lot of I'm sure a lot of people have thought of that before. Yeah. So
2: I don't. Know. I, I just I
1: don't know. I hope I hope. <laughs> not right. I mean, I know it's not to the level Carlos Mencia did. Carlos Mencia would watch your set, and then the next night he would bump you because he was real famous. Yeah. And then he would bump you and go up before you do your set, change it whatever ethnicity you are, to Mexican, and then walk off stage and tell you to go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> I wish Joe Rogan had beat his ass. He didn't need to. I know he didn't need to. What, what's Carlos Mencia doing now? I guess, but it's just... Dayton Cook
1: was able to come back. He made a special this year. But his, one, his wasn't as blatant as Mencia either. No. I don't know. uh She did another sketch about the... Yeah, like the... She did a sketch about the, uh, the, it was called The Slap Chef, and they would slap the food out of your mouth, and then at the, as a tag at the end, they did The Exercise Guy, yeah. where they would make you comatose, and, the, and like, therapists would exercise you. Yeah, It was funny. It was in sketch form, so it's, I think it's completely different. I don't know. The Wendy Lehman one, I can see how they would both come up with that, but Wendy Lehman was literally 25 years earlier. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and, and she was never
2: that big of a comedian.
1: Well, in the '90s, there was hardly any big comedians. It was, it was, it was, it was a weird time. The '80s was like the big boom, and then now it's coming back
2: again. Well, but it's coming back again due to you know. Here, here's the ironic part: all the comedians are going to have jobs due to people like Amy Schumer. Yeah, you know what I mean, and they're going to try to tear her down. And and again, that's America. Like we we put these people on a pedestal just to tear them down. And again, I'm not playing. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not playing. I, was, I, I've refused to. I'm, I'm not going to attack the Kardashians anymore. When's the last time you heard me attack them? It's been a while. Because I while. because I refuse. I'm not going to do that. I, I don't. But I don't think. Well, the one
1: thing that did bother me about her, she like Amy came out and was and like went on uh, Jimmy Norton's uh, radio show mm-hmm. and was like completely adamantly defending herself against it. Yeah, which made it almost seem like. She may have well, said, it's
2: either it can go either way. With yeah, that. I know. either she's really I know. hurt and upset by it, or she does protest too much, like you said. Plus, you know? everybody is uh, everybody.
1: Almost all comedians are coming out in favor of her, saying it's right. It's like she's. It's hard. It's hard to be completely original. Like there was a Mad TV sketch I told you about earlier before we started recording about uh, going into a clothing store and a black guy helping you. Yeah, and then you go up to pay for it and. Uh, who helped you And you don't want to be like With the black guy
2: Yeah <laughs> See do you and, do and that though then,
1: No I'm like the fucking black guy uh, Yeah I do too
2: <laughs> I'm like the black guy dude yeah, the, the, the gentleman negro helped me Even though <laughs> Even though a lot of people Like especially And it's white people That'll do this Look at you like Hmm Oh, why is he just a black guy? It's the easiest way to describe him. I'm not going to go to a 15 minute fucking. Which is what they do. Description. In the, that's
1: what they do in the sketches. Yeah. It's Like the uh, dark hair. It, it like uh, she said, um, in the Mad TV ones. Like her favorite, t- her favorite TV show is probably not Friends. <laughs> and it's a black guy that's checking that's at the counter, of the cashier. It's uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. He's like, oh, I love that show. And she goes, oh, weird. And <laughs> in, in Amy's sketch, she goes if if uh, he um voted, he probably would have voted for Barack Obama. But again, it's a sketch. It's written by twenty people, right? So I don't know until there's like real, real evidence because that, all that stuff is just stock. It's those are stock jokes that a lot of people do, just different variations of. Yeah. Like Tony Hinchcliffe was uh he did he did has a special on Netflix now called One Shot. It's all one shot from beginning to end starts with him outside smoking a cigarette outside of a comedy club the camera follows him up on stage and it never cuts he did one show one take damn and he did a joke about how he loves murder porn like the uh first 48 shit like that Mm -hmm. But where they always fuck up is the burial yeah like they'll leave a hand sitting out and a few years ago norm Macdonald had a, a joke that was that was like on the same subject matter, can, yeah. can they not cover the same subjects now?
2: Right, that's what I'm saying. Can nobody so, talk that's
1: about my I was just like, it's not really your bit, Norm. I mean, yeah. your bit was funny, but it's it's completely different. Right, it's just on the same subject matter. And he went to Rogan about it,
2: and rog- Rogan was like, "There's nothing there. It's just about the same subject." I don't know, man. I, I think it's they're way too fucking vigilant about this shit. And you can also say that's Rogan's fault
0: <laughs>
2: for doing it. Yeah. Yeah, you see, I, I get that, but you know it, that's another case. Like we were talking about, that was just blatant him being a fucking asshole. Just doing it because he could, yeah, exactly. Being a prick,
1: he was being lazy. He didn't want to write, so he would just change other people's jokes to Mexican,
2: right? And then Joe Rogan called him on it, and and again, I hate to give Mark Carlsen Mencia any respect, but the fact that he kind of stood up to rogan i was just like "Uh, dude that guy will murder you (laughs) he didn't stay he stayed he stayed seated on the stool the entire time well i'm saying but he he talked shit back yeah he did you know
1: but then in a documentary that came out a few years later he's like fuck yeah i steal jokes i fucking change everything to mexican and i make it mine what are you gonna fucking do about it well you don't really have much of a career now exactly nobody gives a fuck about you now that fucking show was a piece of shit it was his show was very bad made fun of retarded people and yeah it was very, I don't want to say racist, but it was just dumb. I didn't like it. And that's what I'm saying. It was. I like racist things that are funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do racist shit, make it funny. Yeah. Make it worth my while <laughs> yeah. for making, my, for, for me feeling bad about myself.
1: <laughs> like, uh, I know you're not a big Chris Rock fan, but his bit back in the day about how he, he loves black people, but he hates niggas. Yes. I wish they'd let me join the Ku Klux
2: Klan. <laughs> <laughs> Remember on The Office when Michael started to quote it, and everybody's like, "No, uh, yes." <laughs> was that the same episode where he was he looked at Mindy Kaling and said, "I'm into Indian girls," and <laughs> God, he just didn't get it. Oh, yeah, that's the char- the character. Well, just a buffoon. That's why. That's why he could have, in
1: context of the show, he he could have got away with doing that whole bit, and everybody like, "He's just an idiot. He doesn't
2: know." <laughs> well, it's not only that, but uh, kind of a a sidebar on that. The character, uh, Ricky Gervais' character on The Office is completely different. Like, oh, yeah. He's just an asshole. Like, he's... Oh, well, he's a happy-go-lucky asshole. Yeah, but he's just so fucking mean to people sometimes. <laughs> he's just like, this girl is doing something. He said, and when you don't make it, and you won't. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I think it was
1: the first few episodes of The American Office were pretty much the same as The British Office. Yes. And uh, they did one where... um Remember Pam... She yeah. was the uh secretary. Yeah, Pam and, was uh, awesome. Uh another girl walks in, it's Amy uh red haired actress, played uh she's in the Superman movie, played uh Oh uh God, she's an Oscar. She wins Oscars all the fucking time. Yeah, Amy Lee, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, yeah. She she played had like a bit part as like a salesman, and she walks in and is like, huh, you look a little bit like Pam back before Pam let herself go. Like, (laughs) completely not meaning to say... Yeah. Not meaning it as it sounded. Right. (laughs) He actually would say when Pam fixes herself up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he just... As far as joke thievery goes, I don't know. Like, with music, and I've done it before, like, I'll write something accidentally. Like, there'll be a section of a song that sounds exactly like another song. So I'll just be like, well, it just sounds exactly like the section of that other song. And sometimes... I'm never going to make
2: any money off of it. (laughs) Right, but there's... When I've written sometimes, like I've, I have to go back and read the stuff I've, I've read because something I'll I'll write, I mean, that's good. Like, wait a second. That sounds familiar. So I have to go back and, and think. And yeah, sometimes I have, because they're part of my consciousness, I've, I've stolen it inadvertently. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't mean to take it. It just kind of happened. Well, like
1: with music, you can play it off as an homage. Right. With writing, UK. Yeah, like I, I have a song. I, I might, I might as well just pull it up because uh, I don't play nearly enough of my own stuff on here, huh? Um, you don't actually. I uh, what is the name of that? It's Pete Yorn and Scarlett Johansson, and the name of the song is I don't know what to do. I don't want you come here. But toward the end. I don't This part right here This that part When you're with me darling I don't believe in anyone else I accidentally Stole that in one of my songs on my album And the uh, The song uh, was It was a lot slower when I first wrote it But when I realized I stole that part (laughs) I sped it up
4: See, here's the, the part one, that I
1: stole. That's really good, though. Claps. It's just that one part I stole, so I sped up the fucking song. <laughs> what am I supposed to fucking do? I like the song.
2: I like it. be honest, I like that one better than the first one. Yeah, fuck Pete Yorn and Scarlett fuck, Johansson. Fuck them. <laughs> Except for later. <I'm, laughs> one of those songs I have, to, song. I have to
3: keep listening to. It.
1: But yeah, if you want to download my album, go to Dutch Underwood and the Dirty Shame.bandcamp.com. But yeah, I just, I did that accidentally. One day I was listening to it. I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, what do I do now? Speed the song up. That's what I do. I hope it never really gets really popular. Well, it's, it's just <laughs> one. <laughs> One iota of of one like in that in the uh, in their version of it, it only does that twice. Mm-hmm. I do half the song is that, right? <laughs> so, fuck it. Maybe they stole from me. Maybe they got into my head, and I don't know. But uh, with with music, yeah, you can just say it's an homage. Like everybody who's ever written a song since the
2: '60s has ripped off the Beatles, and the Beatles ripped off Chuck Berry. By the way, there's been more Beatle shaming lately. Oh, yeah. That's really starting to get on my fucking nerves. Shame them. What are you gonna do? Take money from them? No, I'm they're saying the most
1: successful band of all time.
2: Just talking about how they're not good. I'm like, what are you out of your fucking mind? But
1: well, who's the utter fucking screwdriver that is saying this? No, oh, I know who it is. Well, he's a friend. I don't agree with it. It's just dumb. It. It's only the only reason he's doing it is because it's cool to do it it's like
2: is that the thing now
1: yeah it's well it's it's cool to him Fuck the Beatles yeah, that's fine you don't have to if you don't want to enrich your life with listening to great music that's fine yeah that's fine <laughs> fuck you I don't know man just, I don't get it I don't understand it I don't either I mean I guess it's hacked to make fun of uh fucking uh uh, Nickelback now, so we choose the Beatles. <laughs> Nickelback deserves to be made fun of. Sure they do. They're fucking terrible. You, you ever heard the story of uh when uh Bobcat Goldthwaite was the director of the Jimmy Kimmel late night show, and Nickelback comes on, and they gave him express directions not to shoot him from the side, shoot Chad, Chad Kroger from the side because of his nose, and he complied until the very, like the last... 15 seconds of the song, and all of a sudden he goes to his cameraman, shoot the nose. And they do, <laughs> they do side, side, side shots where they zoom in to the nose.
2: <laughs> God. See, and I don't
1: know, man. Yeah, the, the Beatles are the most uh, copied band ever. Everybody who you like, whether they're a rapper or whoever. Oh, they're responsible for the modern state of music. The very first rap song, I think. The very first rap song that got any sort of mainstream appreciation was a Beatles was John Lennon. Should I give you the example? Yes, you should. I will. You can say it's not a rap song. That's fine. If you disagree. <laughs> fucking advertisements. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> fucking hate them. It's the, uh, it's the Operation Guy advertisement. Okay. Two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> This is the first rap song I think. And
0: and
1: is that? All it's got even got the. Yeah, it's a rap song. Yeah. <tio pf-> recorded in a hotel room. <laughs> what year? Sixty-eight. Nine. Sixty-eight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a rap song. It's hip-hop, hip-hop, hippie to the hippie to the hippie hip-hop, and you don't stop, rocking to the banks, and the boogie set up, jump to the boogie to the rhythm of the boogity beat. But yeah, that's it. Boom. I don't know. Dislike the Beatles, make fun of them. That's fine. It's dumb. It's, it's your opinion. I mean, uh... Opinions are stupid when... It's a fact that they're great. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's. I mean, I know the monkeys were a huge influence on them. <laughs>
2: They're a huge influence on the Beatles yeah. <laughs> See, I just stole a joke from Dumb and Dumber yeah. Dude, I steal Patton Oswalt and Bill Burr jokes all yeah. the time we, we at least
1: credit them Yeah, of course Now if Amy Schumer would have said I stole this joke from Kathleen Madigan You guys know how rich Oprah is
2: Yeah <laughs> Alright
1: You want to call this in quits?
2: Yeah
1: Okie dokie What do you want to go out on? Let's go out on one of my songs Yeah, let's do that What one would you pick? November November? Do I have a song called November? No, what's the one? Oh, a month, the month of June? Yes. I want to go with a more produced one. Because All that right. one was literally just me. Okay. Here. Uh, hmm. I want to go with the crazy, stupid rock song. Let's go with I'd pay almost anything. I think it's my favorite one. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pay almost anything. Anyway, you can get a Dutch Underwood and the dirty shame dot dot com. Uh, it was made with the help of John Morgan Actually, John Morgan did most of the work Enjoy, you thirsty bitches I don't have a child Don't be a Don't give your hand to everyone Boy, that looks your way And if you come to find that way Then go ahead, have a fresh heart Go ahead, do your way I'm tired of miserable I'm looking for a smile today looking for a girl who does my this Way and when I find the one, it might be too late. So I keep in the door and looking for a smiling
5: face.